0: Yeah, we are now.
1: Okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three. Season, season three. three. Oh, wow. Season Great. three. Yeah, hold on, hold on. We're going to have to redo that. Or you could just chop it, chop it and start it here. All right, it so welcome, 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 welcome back <laughs> to Africa's Talk Football, episode one of season three. Season three, the 2023-24 season is upon us. Um. I'm excited. How's everybody feeling tonight? Wonderful. Uh, fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, man. It was uh it was low-key a short summer, to be honest. We ended end of May and we're already starting what mid beginning of August, second week of August. Yeah. So I I feel like I told everybody I wasn't talking football until August, and then it's already August. So here we are. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: You have to talk mm-hmm. football. Now,
1: now now I'm contractually <laughs> obligated to, <laughs> to talk to, to give to, to give to talk my uh to talk my talk, give my opinions every week. But I'm happy to be here. Um a lot happened this summer, specifically with the summer signings, especially with the Saudi league. You know, there are a lot of big, big, big players that no longer are in the leagues that we have known them to become legend in, namely Benzema, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably one of the biggest names we saw go this summer um, along with others. But Benz was probably the biggest name to me. And that that just shows the, the pull that this Saudi league is going to have, you know, over the coming years. Yeah, it's, it's a money thing. It's definitely a money grab. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not mad at it. it's it's definitely washing the sports a little bit. Saudis are, like we said, they took over golf. They're taking over football slowly. They're infiltrating. And it's not like they're getting these small-name players. I mean, they're getting Mane's. They're getting Conte's. They're getting big, big players who, yeah, you know, they're looking for a cash-out. The MLS used to be a retirement league, and now the MLS is becoming a little bit more – competitive, especially with Messi going there this summer. I know we we haven't talked about that much, but we we might get to that a little bit later. But the Saudi League is becoming another retirement league, quote-unquote, but they're getting big-name players. So it's going to be interesting to see how they compete with, with signings for some of these big-name clubs, namely the PSGs, the Manchester Uniteds, the Liverpools, the Arsenals, the Chelsea's, the Bayern Munichs. The Barcelonas, the Real Madrids, you know, I feel like these young players, you know, the 20, 21, 22, 23, they're going to want to make their name. But some of these older cats, some of these 28, 29, even these younger 27 year olds that aren't really getting the type of play they feel that they need in these top five leagues, rather than going to Ajax or the MLS, they might just say, hey, I can get Twenty mil a year <laughs> over in Saudi Al Al so they can set up their family. Yeah, they they can set up their families, yeah, they, uh-huh. they up their families for like, generations, generations to come. Um, what do y'all? Well, now what do y'all think will happen? But how do you feel so far with just this one summer of signings in the Saudi League?
0: I think it's a matter of time until they um, either. I don't think they'll ever take over, but I think that they'll be a, a part of the picture, um, just because I, I don't think that anybody else can offer what they're offering. That's big wages for a short amount. Yeah. Of none right. of these Two years.
3: Two years. Yeah, none of
0: these contracts are like long contracts, So you know some mm-hmm. of these guys that are going can, you know, still, you know, uh, play at different areas. So I, I mean, I think they're going to be around, and I think that they'll be uh, in the mix for sure. You can't compete with money like that.
4: You cannot. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't think it's gonna like necessarily take over, but we're definitely gonna be watching. I mean, they're definitely gonna get the attention that you know they've been striving for with these transfers. I mean, getting Neymar, I feel like makes it more serious. Like now Neymar is gone there and, and it's kind of weird, you know, you would have predicted Neymar would be in Saudi. 31, but here we are, you
3: know? So I think I think no. they're gonna get on enough. I think well it's crazy. One I would like to say is crazy. I think Hazard hasn't gone. <laughs> I feel like they would have yeah, picked up Hazard yeah. too. But I personally think, and this might be a big statement, Saudi League will probably be in the top five leagues in a couple years. I think a couple years Saudi Saudi definitely
1: In a couple years. I mean,
3: there's at the end of the in a year or two, a couple years, I think Saudi would be in the top five leagues. I mean, they put the top five leagues. I think they put the Belgian Belgian league in there. Uh, I think they were at number five. This could easily beat up beat out the Belgian league. And I watch that league. You know, and sure. you're getting you're getting a lot of big name players, um, and not even big name players. I mean, you're getting guys who just fell out of favor at their, you know, Leverkusen or fell out of favor uh, in in Germany or something like that, and they're just like, all right, well might as well go get $25 mil a year or go get $15 mil a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny how some reports have come out that players have asked for too much money and they've kind of <laughs> shied away. Um, Same maximum. Yeah. So, Zaha. Yeah, yeah, Zaha and Pepe were two, Man, I remember. Yeah. They, they, were, they got caught asking for too much. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, I think there will be a top five league. Um, money talks at the end of the day. That's kind of how the money goes or the world goes round and round. Uh And if you're giving players lifetime-changing money and they're not playing where they want to play, yeah, why wouldn't they go live in Saudi and make twenty mil for a couple, you know a couple months and then or a couple years and go back home or go somewhere else and play in a in a lower division? Yeah. I mean, or go to the MLS after that. After that, they can go to America and just live the American life like Messi's doing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think I think we'll see a lot, a lot of young and older players go to Saudi um, in the next coming years. And, I mean, I'm just – at this point, I'm just ready for them. I think they're on Danzen now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Danzen. So,
0: this one (laughs) might have to up. (laughs) Might have to get it and watch because the games are going to be exciting. With Neymar going there, though, man, I just feel like that's the one signing where – well, I mean, I don't know. Some people look at him, I guess, lumped in with all those other guys. But, I don't know, him going to Saudi, I just feel like he's like just kind of like, oh wow, mm-hmm. um, he's still someone that could definitely be playing. He's still like in their prime, and like for a top club, and like not. You, no disrespect to those Saudi teams, but this is, I don't know. I guess if 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 we, if we look back, and if this is his only his last time playing in Europe, um, I don't know. I personally, yeah. think it could have been better. He could have had a better run. Oh, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. He had a good run though. MSN, had a yeah, yeah, decent run. Yeah, Not a really good run.
3: But, hey, I mean, money
1: yeah, I, that. yeah, the money talks, and I mean, yeah. even when you look at who they're who they're targeting for managers, they they signed Steven Gerrard. You know, that's a big name. Hey, what does that mean? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> well, that's a big name, bro. Like just in general, we we know that he took his lumps in the league. We know that he mm-hmm. has been trying to become a manager. So why not go to where they're going to give you a lot of money and you have complete freedom of the team? You know, you're a big name, Steven Gerrard. He can attract whoever, you know, I mean, he's mm-hmm. not – he he can not attract the same – at the same clout as, you know, as some of these other managers like uh, like a Pep Guardiola – You know some of these big name guys, but I still think Gerard has pull. You know, if Henderson, that's his pull. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) number ten, number ten. Hey, (laughs) hey, you know, that Liverpool uh, connection. But no, I still think that this could give Gerard the not necessarily the kickstart he needs, but it could give him a little bit of. It's just another. Badge sure. on his is yeah on yeah. his TV you know he managed three clubs now so this is mm-hmm. or this is he's onto his third club now so it's just more just just some just more on his resume for yeah. for when you know he looks to probably go coach somewhere else in Europe in the next four or five years or what have you so I don't know I feel like this league this. Something that we're definitely going to be talking about, and like Gabriel said, this could—I don't—I don't see it being the next top that the top five leads anytime soon. But depending on who comes over, it's yeah. going to be competitive. We're we're, mm-hmm. we're going to definitely have to take note of it. Um Who's your Saudi teams?
3: I don't have one yet. Yeah, I
1: got to look at the rosters. I ain't got one yet either.
3: Uh, give me some time, oh, yeah. some time. You know, the takeover just I mean, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> need, Let me look at the jerseys. You know, let me look at the vibes. Yeah. You know, and then, and
0: mm-hmm. I'm I'm riding with Al
3: Nasser. Al Nasser. That, that's the team that Conte's on, right? Conte. Ronaldo. Oh, Ronaldo.
0: Ronaldo. Ronaldo and Mane. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess mm-hmm. when you look at the other teams, it's not as strong as I think. The strongest one is say maximum Firmino and yeah, yeah, Maris. That's oh, yeah, crazy Mars is over yeah. there. They had a Mendy Mendy
4: getting chipped. Mm. That mistake was so bad.
0: Well, that's yeah. where Neymar's going, right?
4: No, Neymar's going where Koulibaly is. Al Al hilal he- he- yeah. He- Al Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. But
1: okay. you know, since we're on transfer news, let's talk about it. You know, one of the uh one of the goats, the Current MVP or well, I, I know they don't call it MVP, but most valuable player of the past World Cup, Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. has joined the MLS. I know it's happened a few weeks ago, but we really haven't had the time to sit down and actually talk about it on camera. So sitting now, I believe he has eight goals and mm-hmm. three assists in mm-hmm. five matches. Is, mm-hmm. is that right? He's yeah, about to be the all-time
0: cool. leading goal scorer for Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Man.
1: to I mean, to go to the worst team in the league and instantly make a, instantly just change the whole dynamic of the city of Miami right now, <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of hard to do in a city like Miami because Miami mm-hmm. it's it never it's, it's 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 like New York it never sleeps except it's in the mm-hmm. south so it's warm. You know, there's always something to do, but the fact that football is probably taking over the the city right now is crazy. Is honestly insane. Um, Inter Miami. I don't know how many games they played in the the league, like the MLS, because I know most of the games Messi's played mm-hmm. have been for like the. The League Cup and the, yeah. the other cups. I know they're the competition they have with the Liga MX, the Mexican League, like their sort of Champions League competition.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um just the the in, in-game tournament or the in-house tournament, in the MLS is what Messi's been playing. But still, eight goals, three assists, ain't nothing to play with, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now Americans are finally seeing quality elite football up close on a day-to-day basis. And Inter-Miami, his teammates are seeing you know, him and Busquets <laughs> practice mm-hmm. together. And just the things they're able to do that we can't see in practice is raise the level of that Inter-Miami team. I know I honestly didn't watch too much Inter-Miami before the trade. And since then, I've seen, I think, four of Messi's goals live two of them being free kicks. <laughs> I mean... In the last second. <laughs> yeah. It's just... I mean, talk about it. It's crazy for us because we've been watching him his whole career, mm-hmm. you know, dominate Barcelona. And then, you know, more recently, his travels to PSG, which, honestly, I think we all thought was a little underwhelming, his his transfer to PSG and what he was able to do there. But, you know he's still elite. Like he's what, 36, still playing at the mm-hmm. highest level. And I don't know. I just think it's good for the MLS, especially yeah. on the And shout out to everyone who listened to our unofficial first episode, but our release interview with Michael Parkhurst, mm-hmm. I think we dropped at a perfect time just hearing how he was able to speak lead about the, about the MLS back when he played and, you know, you transpose that to now and seeing how Messi has totally encapsulated the whole U.S. I mean, there are people talking about soccer who have never even yeah. watched the sport before know. just because mm-hmm. watching now. So, yeah, Rick I mean, Ross- I mean, Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you got Mandem, you got Mandem, weight staying up. I saw Fede. Uh, <laughs> Fede Valverde was stayed up to watch an Inter-Miami game. He's He hopped on somebody's live stream after, I don't know, one of his practices or something at like 3 a.m. So it's crazy. I mean, there are people all over the world, even footballers now waiting to watch Messi and see what, yeah. what he's going to do, where his next goal is going to come from. I mean, he gets subbed on and he scores in 10 minutes. It's it's too easy for him here. But, yeah. you know, have you guys been able to catch a match? What's been your overall feelings with Messi?
3: man it's so crazy because i don't know why people doubt people like him you know it's Mm -hmm. like people kind of just doubting like lebron james all the time like lebron james is 36 and just had 28 8 and 7 you know of a season um people thought that messi was going to go to mls and messi's going to struggle messi's going to a player like that Mm -hmm. is not going to struggle and, like, just because yeah. of physicality, like, you can't touch that guy. This is that's literally a guy you can barely even touch on the pitch, you know. Um, but no, I think you know, everything that you said was right. Um, this mm-hmm. guy has completely changed the team, um, completely changed the mentality, He's completely changed, I mean, in a sense, football in America. I mean, he has, like you said, people from all over walks of life, DJ Khaled coming up. Football matches, oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's um it's crazy to see. And then you know, it's not like he's just he just came and he's just you know doing whatever he came and he's on the Dang pitch man, and off man. the pitch, you know, making an impact. I mean, I'm, I watched that first game, um, and he came on and one one, and I'm just like, it's written in the stars, bro. He's gonna score. Mm-hmm. And of course, they gave him a free kick right on top of the box, <laughs> exactly where he wants it, where yeah. he practices mm-hmm. all the time, <laughs> you know. And just I forgot who they played. Oh, was that Charlotte FC, maybe one of the. One no, it was gamers. Dallas where Dallas. it was the last. Yeah. Last yeah, another second. one. It's like why? Why do you guys make these decisions knowing that you have, you know, yeah. a guy of this caliber <laughs> on the other <laughs> side of the of yeah. that, uh, on the other side of the ball? So yeah, no, I mean I, I like it. I think it's just it's just more football for me to watch and it's it's amazing to see how you know one guy can just dominate a football pitch, especially when there are yeah. 21 other guys on there, you know. Um it's, it's actually kind of mind-boggling how one player can completely – and it's, it, it opens up everything for his teammates too because everyone's mm-hmm. so worried about Messi. Messi has two, three around him, and his – kind of way his mind thinks is so fast and, you know, he thinks 10 steps ahead that he's mm. – <laughs> these passes – he's playing – everything's moving in slow motion for him. So he's like, oh, I have three on me. There's a guy over here. Let me just play it through right yeah. here. You know what I mean? And it's creating opportunities for his teammates – um, I think his teammates have they, their standards have gotten a lot higher um, as well, and yeah, man, I, I like it. I, I love it. Um, I, I know I know people are kind of mad at the move, but I mean, Ronaldo's in Saudi, oh, well, uh, and go to MLS, yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, no, I um I love the move. I, mm-hmm. I, I I have unfortunately I had to buy the MLS season pass now because right. I don't want to mm-hmm. miss any matches, you know. Yeah, put yeah. money in his pocket. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. Um. So yeah, yeah, no, I like I like the movement. I
2: really
1: like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can talk about Messi all you want, but even with Busquets, there are times where I just watch him in the center, and he's just able yeah. to. See him off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what's funny that you say that, Cornelius, is like obviously like we all know Messi, but like for me, I think like seeing Busquets has really showed me that like. These guys are just li- just miles ahead of all these other. Well, exactly I mean, right. Yeah, we know like what Messi's going to give us. Yeah. Just Busquets, just because the- Busquets is not killing you with pace. Mm-hmm. He's just sucking his shoulder, receiving the ball, passing. Yeah, his <laughs> shoulder again. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not even like it's not close. You know, yeah, and then like yeah. when he gets the ball, you know who he's looking for. And now that Cody Alba's here, it's like yeah. You know how many times like when um I was watching it with my wife, and I said, you know how many times I've seen Jordy Alba be on the left side, hit it back to the top of the 18, Messi's running to the ball, and it goes near post on the left Mm -hmm. side, and it's just like, but those guys didn't see that. I've been watching it like 2010,
3: bro. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And and that's how it works, because he plays usually on the right.
3: Jordan mm-hmm. Alpha's on the yep. left,
0: so like when he gets the ball, he comes peeling up to the top of the 18, and like oh man, these guys are just like. And you know what's crazy is that those three are just the start. They're gonna mm-hmm. get like this I'm team bored. next year is gonna look completely different. Oh yeah, so yeah, we get you know Sergio Ramos and <laughs> and then <laughs> Luis Suarez and you know. <laughs> Neymar, Neymar should have came here. So I know. You he should have came here. Yeah, They'll be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, man, and you know we're we're about twenty minutes in, but the last last transfer we we got to talk about is Harry Kane, man. Mm-hmm. Good old Harold. I didn't. I honestly didn't think he was going to leave the the prem, especially in the way he did the the saga, the back and forth, mm-hmm. the. Levy allowing Kane to go meet with Byron oh no now levy is re- re- restricting him and then oh no well Byron wants to pay him a hundred five now so levy's allowing him to t- it the whole back and forth this last four or five days has just been it, either do the deal or don't you know mm-hmm. but you should do the deal because if you don't he's going to leave on a free next summer so yeah I, I don't really know what the whole back and forth was internally and obviously we'll never know unless they come out and say it which i hope harry kane sits down because harry kane has to sit down and talk about his tottenham saga these last two years yeah. firing his brother as manager to demanding you know last summer to this summer actually leaving this people yeah. forget there's been a there's been this a, been a year long and, and year. Of drama you know what i'm saying there's been a lot of drama involved so I mean, honestly, for him, I'm, I'm actually glad he's able to go to a team like Byron because one, he's mm-hmm. away from the Prem, so now I can actually appreciate his greatness and not have to hate him for being a Tottenham Hotspur. But mm-hmm. at the same time, hey, Byron got got waxed this week, yeah, by Danny Almo and and the Leipzig boys, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and I and I think they got waxed
3: on the deal. I mean, bro, I'm. I understand this is Harry Kane. He's gonna, you know, provide you with, mm-hmm. you know, he's Harry Kane. We know what he can do and his abilities. But y'all don't need him. But hundred and fifteen?
0: They do need him though. Yeah,
3: hundred and fifteen. That guy is how old?
1: Thirty three, thirty four? No, he's thirty. He's thirty. He's thirty.
3: Yeah, uh, hundred and fifteen though. But that's it's so a, much. It's a. I don't know.
1: You don't need him. That's that's why I'm like. What do you mean, they do need him.
3: No,
0: they, they need, need a striker. They need a striker. <sighs> they need a.
3: But hundred and fifteen is 115
0: just crazy. 115, but you don't think it's worth it considering that they extended him on the deal? Like to me, like that's worth it. Like you because mm-hmm. that's what you would have paid. I guess, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, who else? And then you know, you know, you know the you know the Bayern workout plan, the diet plan. Like they will yeah. Thomas Moore's getting still, him right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're gonna mm-hmm. get him right. So, like, you know, they're gonna get those little weak ankles and hamstrings together. <laughs> um yeah man, I just yeah,
3: here we came. I don't know. Is, is he is he cursed for I mean he cursed for a trophy? No, nah, he, he gonna he's
2: gonna get one. I'm not gonna say that.
3: I just think I just think it was funny, like the report came out they was pushing to literally be on the match to, on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <then they> <laughs> I do wanna say though that the guy who started for Bayern is completely he's not up for that. Yeah, because yeah, that game. I know the game was what 3-0, but mm-hmm. they, they were the closer, yeah. goal that they missed out on, and it was it was that guy's fault. So even though I like him. He came through clutch for the one time, but you no, know. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
4: nah, it's a good move for Kane. I think it's a good move for him. He needed to make that move. I don't think he owed on him anything. I don't know why he was kind of like, oh they don't know if he's gonna go. Nah, he needed to go. It was uh You yeah. think the
0: Bundesliga's are that heavy though? Like, are that like? Is it that like? No. You, you went, you went through your whole career and did this. You, you, you skipped out on the all-time leading goal scorer just for some Bundesliga titles. I don't know, man. He's fiending, yeah. bro. Think about it. he's
3: feening
1: for a trophy. A guy is not and, much silverware. He's
0: and insane. I think,
3: I, I think
1: the way that Tuchel. Probably portrayed the rollout to him was look we mm-hmm. we're we're not worried about the Bundesliga we we haven't Champion, won a Champions believe. League in over a decade you know no, like no,
4: they, no no they won in a oh, 20, oh no a twenty
1: it feels like a
0: decade since yeah. oh yeah no no but yeah, hey I mean
1: they're they're creeping up on a decade like they're past five years you know so for them they're looking at going back to the Champions League finals and I yeah. feel like with a striker like Kane that gives them their best chance. I mean, if you look at their last two, three years in the in the Premier League, they they probably lost way quicker than we we expected due to them not being able to score goals, and that's truly what it came down to—like them not being able to know. score goals in in important times. So, I feel like that was definitely part of Tuchel's grab to to bring. Kane here and um, I mean we'll see how that plays out it's just week one like we said there this was a preseason tournament or before oh, yeah. the season tournament so there's definitely still a lot of kinks to, to iron out but I think Kane will look good he'll I think he'll fit into the team easier than it was for Mane to fit into Bayern just because of the way that he plays and the way that he's able to drop deep I think Tuchel will have a uh, a game plan to where he fits the team very, very seamlessly, to be honest.
0: Because he has Coleman now. He has signing now. He has, he, has, yeah. he has runners. He has yeah. now. So we'll yeah. see. He, he has, for the first time when he came on, I, I, I was so really happy for him. I think a lot of people who watch the Premier League are, are, are happy for him because I was like, man, now look at you. You went from Eric Dyer and, you know, yeah, the weak links. links. You got Sane and Navri and Coleman, Musiala, Kimmich. Yeah,
2: he's gonna get served.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what I'm saying. One of the goofiest center back pairings in world football.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know,
1: yeah. The little um, and and <laughs> the, yeah.
3: But you know, I think I mean I I definitely can you know, just just appreciate the player now a lot more. Yeah, I, I couldn't appreciate Harry Kane on Tottenham. Because, I mean, every I, every year I see this guy score against us, it doesn't matter if we win, it doesn't matter if we lose. Every year this guy scores against us. So, um, you know, it's just – I'm happy that he finally is is getting, you know, the team around him to mm-hmm. to go and win something. Um, and then just just for his own peace of mind, you know, the he's, yeah. you know, times I've seen Harry Kane put somebody in, they just miss. And, like, you know, just, just nonsense over at Tottenham, bro, you know. So I'm, I'm happy to see him, you know. Hopefully, hopefully get his uh his, his so long sure. his title that he's been waiting for. Yeah. yeah, but Gabriel,
0: Gabriel, don't worry, you'll see him soon.
3: Though. I know, right? We always get yeah, champions. The but honestly, yeah, but this is guys. but this is the thing though. This is a this is the time where hey, we can compete with them, bro. We right. can go and compete with. Them. Hey. Hey. So, so it's not bro. It's not a. It's not yeah. a Jeru, a Giroux nine anymore. Yeah. Not a. Nah, bro. We have a proper team now, <laughs> so I'm not saying bring on Bayern, but I'm just saying like,
0: yo,
3: on <laughs> Yeah, team. he said bring on Bayern. That's funny. Nah, I said that's not what I said, but I'm. Nah, just saying. I know. Like, hey, I know. We we, we can mm-hmm. we can hang with, with some of the best.
1: So. no, but that that's honestly a perfect segue into our teams. I wanted to start with Arsenal having mm. the first game of the weekend. You know, in chronological kind of order. Um. <laughs> And, you know, more, for more or less started off the way that you ended last season with a win, convincing win, but you convincing in the first half and the second half you had your, 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 your little rough patch. You know, that's – I wouldn't say the M.O. of Arsenal last year, but you guys definitely dominated first halves and then kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. But, again, three points is three points no matter what way you slice it. Um, Like I said in the beginning, I want to get your overall take on the summer. So just the signings that you guys were able to get over the summer. You're starting 11 for your first match and then overall thoughts on the first match. Just because the first week lineup is never going to be what you see throughout the year. You know, even a team like Arsenal, even a team like United who... Has been solid, finished second and third in the league last year. Had a full year with your, you know, your manager. So your manager knows the guys that he likes to start in what positions. But like every summer you get new additions and, you know, players are tested out in different places. So give me, you don't have to give me a grade unless you want to, but overall, Feelings after the summer signings, overall feelings when you saw that first 11 an hour before kickoff, and then after kickoff, how you felt?
3: Yeah, um, I don't want to give us a grade yet because this, I mean, you still have time in the transfer window right now, so I don't want to give a full grade. Um, I would say that I like the signings that we have running. Um, I think they are definitely guys who will be in the first team, um, or you know just we'll see them a lot these are guys that we'll see a lot average we're going to see a lot you timber when he comes back healthy um we're going to see him a lot uh Declan Rice of course integral very very important player crucial player in the team so um you know I think we've made good signings for our team um great signings, I'm being honest for our team I just I just think we need to do more I don't think we've done enough um for me, those signs that we made aren't enough. We need we need more in the team. We need a couple other guys. We need a we need another winger. In my opinion, we need another nine. Um and yeah, that's kinda where I'm at right now. I think we I think we the keeper piece, I like David Raya coming in. Beautiful. I mean that I I love him coming in. We can speak and we can speak on it. Um but I think ramsell does need somebody who's gonna light a fire under him in every day in training. You need a keeper who you need someone who's going to fight every single day. And this is a guy who, yes, he can start. Let's get – that's not David Twisted. Like, we've – Brentford was very successful because of him last year. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you yeah, know, I like our signings. I just think that, you know, we need to do a little bit more right now. Um, what was the – you said our lineup for the first match. Um, yeah. Our lineup was the first match. was. I feel like it was kind of an, anom- an anomaly. Um, I didn't feel like – this is not a, this, that isn't the team that we're going to see week in and week out. Um, I know that he wanted to move Ben right in, into his, the more of a center back role um this upcoming year, Uh but I don't think Partey is going to be a right back. You know, yeah, that, <laughs> come was, season. that was shocking. That's why yeah. I, that's it, that's
1: primarily the reason why I asked about lineup. I was like, we let's talk these lineups because yeah, yeah, no, I
3: don't think Partey will be playing right back come this season. Um I think that was more of a substitute because uh Zinchenko was out and he didn't you know couldn't play the first match. So we still wanted to have a inverted um you know inverted winger or wing back come inside and and play you know with Declan Rice, Havertz and Odegaard. Um so I don't think that's gonna be happening throughout the year. Also because now um Timber is now injured. Um unfortunately uh you know he tore his ACL and then there also might be some meniscus damage as well. It tore it. It's tore. It's it. Yep. Wow. So, so yeah, man, it's it's tough. It's it's tough to see that, bro. Because I don't want to say like you know it's on our staff necessarily, um, because you know he went in at halftime and they had a full fifteen minutes to evaluate him, um, and they they cleared him. Um, and I don't think I don't think Arteta's the guy to you know push a player like that. Um, and especially with you know the guys that he has, you know, I don't think he, week one he's like, no, 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 we need like you know, we have we have players who can slot in and, mm-hmm. and you know do a good service. So I don't think it's necessarily our staff. I think he felt good, I think everything felt good, but you know, sports, bro, unfortunately. Um, and it, and it sucks that we have a guy who you know was gonna come in and almost pretty much start every match, you know, um, is, is out now for the ne- till next year. <laughs> Um, possibly yeah. the season, you know, it's, it's tough. Um, and it's not even just him, you know, we have Jesus is out, you know, he's coming back a little bit quicker than expected, which is great, but he's out, um, you know, Zinni's out. Um, he's coming back as well, but we have guys that are out. So we're still trying to get the full team back. Um, but yeah, I think our lineup, you know, was still strong. Um, you know, I still think our lineup was strong. I think our tactics were very, very strong. I like, you know, what our, t- what our midfield, I think it's a lot, a lot more hardworking right now. Um, and, and, yeah, I think, you know, we have the pace, we have the power in the midfield now, and we have the finesse. I think the finesse is now strong in the midfield. with You know, Kai Havertz there, Odegaard, you know, he's a smooth guy. And then um, Declan Rice is also, you know, power, pace, and, and finesse as well. Um, Partey, silky guy too, you know, don't get it twisted. So, you know, I think we have the the three things that we need in our midfield to – to get our team right, man. To to push us hopefully to to a league title this year. Um, and then what was your third question? I'm sorry. Really? Just
1: a match overall. Oh, just she a match. Match. Yeah, yeah, just a match. I mean,
3: uh, of course, I love how we started. You know, I always think we're gonna win the first half. That's usually how we come out, especially at home. You know, crowds rocking everyone. Actually, man. The, the Arsenal stadium was tripping. We actually started late because the ticketing system wasn't working. So <laughs> the, not even all the fans were in by the time 30, the game started. Um, get it. Yeah, they'll get it right. They'll get it right. But uh, but no, I think, you know, like we, we played well. Um, I think it's still going to take time for us to figure out exactly what our best 11 is because um, I really don't know what our best 11 is yet Um and i think you know Arteta's is still figuring that out i think he's been playing with it he's still playing with it right now um and he, i think we're going to he's going to be playing with it for yeah boss. <laughs> but i think he's going to be playing with the lineup for um for uh <laughs> for uh, a couple weeks honestly um <laughs> it's a long case for him. <laughs> You're on mute, you, yeah, I saw you say for our face.
0: that's the thing. I was on mute, I was like, Man, you're so mute.
3: <laughs> but no, I think Artel's is going to be playing with the lineup for, for a couple weeks. Um, I think you know, for our, our uh, what's it called, our um, fixtures for the first uh, couple weeks are in our favor, at least for the first three, I think we're much stronger than those teams. Um, so you know, especially with the in- injury to uh, Urien Timber, you know, um, Jesus isn't back, you know. Uh, Zinni, I think, uh, hopefully will be will be ready for Crystal Palace. But, you know, he has guys out, and then, um, you know, we might have some guys coming in. So he's going to be playing with the lineup a couple of times. But I think, you know, overall, I think our performance was strong. I think we dominated this team. Um, we, we let them in the match for no reason. I think we still haven't gotten that killer instinct in us yet. Um and I don't want to say that too too much because you know it's the first match of the season. Um we don't have our full eleven. Uh you know, we don't have our main striker right now. Um but you know Eddie and Ketia once again I think fifteen out of sixteen starts at the Emirates. 14 14 goals um out of 16 at home for him. Um always coming in hard worker great service um and he, he's sliding in for Jesus I mean, he started off well. He opened the account first season, our first day of the, um, of the of our season. So, you know, I, I like our performance. I just want to see more of a killer instinct. I want us to put teams away. We score in the second half, 3-0, we're good. The game is done. It's over, you know. Um, and the, we don't give a team hope with 2-1, you know. 2-0 mm-hmm. is the most – we talk about all the time. The most dangerous lead in football is 2-1. Give that team a slimmer of hope, and, you know, now we're – now we're scrambling, you know, the last 15, 20 minutes to to close out a match. And it's just it's just more stress on us, you know, it's more stress on the legs, it's more stress on the guys, it's everything's just more stressful. So I just wanted to I want us to see, I want us to, you know, just close out teams. You know, how City just opening day, now we're gonna close you out. It's it's done. I want us to see, I want us to see us do the same thing. And I think that'll come, you know, over time, especially with the players that we brought in, Declan Rice, the leadership, you know. Um, I think it'll come, but but yeah, no, I think we just have a still a little bit more figuring out to do, and you know, we just every day, just keep on working at it, keep on working at it. But I'm happy with the three points, um, happy with the performances. I know this won't be our, our lineup moving forward that much, but I'm I'm excited to see. You know, we didn't have a lot of leeway last season with our lineup. You know, it was we had our eleven. You know, we we brought in Trussard, of course, who gave us a lot of help. And it's I think trust is has been amazing this like whole preseason leading up to the season I think it's been amazing. um but you know now we have options and now we have things we can we can mess around with um and I think it's a it's a good knock to the guys as well who are starting to let them know that listen we're not we're not letting you just come out and and do nothing on this pitch. There's a guy right behind you who's ready to play, and I think trust Art mm-hmm. will be. That guy, one of those guys who will be very integral this season. Very, very integral this season. I mean, guys, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I like what we have right now. I really like what we have. We need a little bit more, but I like what we have, and I, I like our performance in Crystal Palace next week, and we'll make it happen. So, yeah, I like where we're at. What are
4: your expectations for uh, Kai kind of Havertz? Yeah, um... Yeah,
3: now that we're now that we like, now that we're back, let, let's speak on it, please. Because the Kai Havers thing for 65 mil is this is completely Arteta. Completely Arteta thing. You know, it's just his experiment. Um and Arteta, you're gonna make you're gonna need I need this guy to perform. Um personally from what I saw week one, I, I just think it was a very just in regular performance, just I, I didn't think he really did too much bad. I don't really think he did too much wrong. He was just in a sense kind of there. Um, he helped out with the press a lot. I would say that. He helped us get to win the ball back and, and and keep the ball a lot. I would say that. But yeah, it I don't think he's really found his groove. Um, and I don't really think he understands his role, at least offensively, I would say. Um as much yet. And it kind of confuses me because last season I saw a 33, 34 year old Granite Xhaka learn a new role and instantly just, just boss it, you know, without a doubt, just boss the role. Um, And I think, you know, it's not the exact same role that Granite Xhaka he has um, because of course we are playing a little bit differently, you know, just our team is completely different. Our midfield is completely different, not completely different, but the putting Declan Rice and Kai Havertz in there, it's it's different. Um, And he's going to have to learn new things. But I just think this guy needs to settle in. I I have – for me, it's, bro, this guy needs to perform. Like, we spent big money on you. You're a signing that I never would have expected to make. I didn't – I never would have thought that Kai Havertz would be in an Arsenal jersey, if I'm being completely honest. Never would have thought it. Um and i think that this is a guy that needs to come in and, and provide 10 10 goals like he needs to provide 10 goals for us 10 to 15 goals for us honestly yes you hear you see my face alone yes if J- granite Jaka can come in and score eight goals bro, eight goals i'm granite jaca this more than most of these scored in his career for the most part if granite Jaka can do that kai Hybrid is more than capable with the team that we have to come in and playing He's going to be playing striker He's going to be playing, you know, attacking left wing. He's going to be playing all over the pitch and high and a lot um further up the pitch. This guy should be scoring. We have too much service, we have too much possession, we have too many chances for this guy not to put some in the back of the net. Um, sure. and I know you had like a rough start in preseason. I don't really care about preseason. That's when people are supposed to get that out and get their mistakes out. Um, but but yeah, no, I I do have expectations for him. I do think he needs to perform. Um, because we spent big money on you that we could have spent on someone else. If I'm being completely honest, and this is an Arteta thing once again, so I'm gonna trust my manager because, like I said, season three Arteta in. I think everyone should know that by now. Season three Arteta in, um, and I think that you know, I have faith in that you get this guy to to perform um, and to score goals. I, the last season, we saw a lot of Kai Havertz misses on good chances, you know, and Mike has been saying it a lot. We're gonna see a lot with this guy and get frustrated with him but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give him the time to to settle in because it's not like we really really need you right now um i'm being completely honest so i'm gonna give him a little bit of time to settle in but i do have big expectations because i know the type of player that he can be i know why he was signed for big money and i have expectations that you will perform and and help us you know the the goal is to to get a league title to get a champions league and that's that's why we brought you in you know what i mean so you know, I have big expectations for him. But first game, I don't really think he did too much bad. I don't think he really did too much good. He was just a very just—he was there for us, and he he did okay. So we'll see. Yeah, just be
4: ready. It's gonna be a lot of those. Just be ready. It's no, be a lot I know. I feel
3: like I didn't even see him that much. You know. Um, yeah. But but no, I I like our I like our midfield man. I like I like how we've gotten bigger as a team as well. That's another thing I'll say. Maybe one of the last things I'll say is I like how we've gotten size to our team. You know, we have guys who are it's going to be hard off of set pieces slump. You're crazy, bro. It's <laughs> 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 crazy, bro. It's not even a pause. Like. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Um, but- but no, I like how we've we've uh, the physicality of our team has gone a lot stronger. You know, we have a Declan Rice, who's a big guy in the midfield, who's gonna. I mean, you saw his recoveries a couple times, just running, recovering for us. Um, his work, his work rate. Uh, Kai Havertz is another one who recovered a lot and and won the back, ball back for us a lot, and that that takes the onus off of Partey too because it, it, Partey can just relax a little bit now and doesn't have to recover as much. Um, the possession now scoring holding the ball. Um, it's a lot better. Uh, you know, just every – our team looks better, man. It looks better. It's, it's, I don't think they're firing all cylinders yet. I still think we have a couple levels to go up. Um, so, you know, it's just – it's a good start. It's a really good start, and I just hope that we can continue to build on the performance um and make that first-half performance, you know, bleed into the second half. So, so yeah, I love where we're at.
1: yeah I feel like that's pretty sound sound assessment for for week one. Um, it's always I mean speaking from a team that's had injury problems over the last two years, you know it's what it's like losing somebody early. And so I feel like you know it's it's good that you were able to get some signings, but at the end of the day, you're going to need those signings to stay healthy if you want to compete. You know that's why you went and signed a jury and Timber. That's why you went and signed a Declan Rice to definitely give you more depth. But those are starters, so it, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, watching our, uh, you
3: know. yeah. The last thing, the last two things I want to say is, um, excuse me. Uh, we lost our physio. Our physio went to United, I believe. Our head. Our head physio went to United. So that's a loss for us also as well, bringing in a new physio guy, top physio guy. Um, so that's one of the last person. Also, I just want to talk about that Martinelli assist. Jesus. But I forgot sure. that you mentioned it. Oh my goodness! I cannot speak highly enough of this guy. Did he actually mean that? He, he was trying so, to do uh, a
1: Danny Almo thing.
3: Uh, yeah, come know. on! It was a back heel. Look, look! If you look was
0: this small, what was he trying to do? The like, he, he was he was, was trying to do the the right Maradona guy. like no, the yeah. come on. Maradona. No, no, no no the Maradona.
1: Maradona. he meant yeah, to do you the know like the, the half turn. Look,
0: look,
2: look,
1: look, look
3: beautiful. Nice. Either either way, either way, it was smooth. I'm not going. to I cannot. I cannot speak highly enough of this guy, Martinelli. Man, this guy. He's gonna get us through a lot of a lot of down moments just off of his energy and just skill. Real Joko Bonito, bro. Like, hey, I can't speak highly enough about him, man. Saka again, too. Hey, I'm telling you guys, these guys are wingers are 15 a season goal wingers for sure. Each of them, and it's not it, over 15 GA for both of them. They're go, they're both going to they're gonna have great seasons. I'm looking for great seasons from these guys again, and it just goes to show, you know. We we have shooters everywhere. Yeah, Odegaard's not even he's not even shooting yet, you know. Declan Rice will, will he'll get his too. He was close, he was very close a couple times to getting a goal for us. Um and a couple of big saves by Matt Turner. Also, shout out Maddie, man. Love the guy. Uh but yeah, no. Um yeah, man. <laughs> we had to we had
1: dirty y'all, one. Y'all, y'all love him like Kobe. <laughs> they don't love you like they but, don't love you like Ramsdale. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But
3: but no, I um I can't speak highly enough about our wingers, man, and, and what they provide for us. And I think this—that match was just a, a small glimpse of what we're we're going to see throughout the season. So, the last thing I got to say. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, that's definitely—I I definitely take that assessment in full stride. Um, I actually agree with a lot of things that you said. I just—I mm-hmm. mean, I just know what injuries can do to a team. I mean, you know what injuries can do to a team as well. And I think that. Health is going to be wealth. I mean, health is always wealth, yeah. but but health is going to be very important this season. And I, we were talking about it in the group chat a little bit. I think it was Yasser that brought it up. I mean, look how many ACLs are gone just around the league. We got Courtois. We've seen Militao week Millie one. Tao. Mm-hmm. Mings, Yeah, Mings. Mings. It's, it's it's tough, man. It's. And and these are these are big names that we're talking about. These are not your run of the mill, every you know maybe he'll play. These are starters, you know. And switching gears to Chelsea and Cuckoo, another one, you know. We Mm -hmm. we haven't even seen him play a minute with us yet. And now we we're gonna have to wait another, you know, hopefully four
4: four to six months.
1: Four to six months is what is on the timeline now, but um, I'll I'll start. I'll say a little bit about Chelsea. by what I thought about over the summer. So with Chelsea, I already knew we were going to spend over the summer. You know, we, we the jokes have already been pouring in. We're we're the one billion team. We spent a mm-hmm. bill over the last three windows.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it is what it is with the new owner. We went through our lumps last year he thought that he could throw money at all of our problems and obviously that made our problems worse so this year he took a step back and uh honestly through what we're doing i i can see the the vision i don't like these 10 year take it or leave it death row deals that we're, <laughs> we're handing out to all these youngsters it feels mm. kind of
0: 2031 30, with an option yeah. to go
1: 2032. like that's it. Just seems so crazy, but I guess that's the that's the way the business is done now. Especially with these younger guys, you want to lock them up for better or for worse. You put mm-hmm. a lot of investment into them and a, and a lot of faith that they will grow with the team and the team will grow as a unit. So mm-hmm. our signings, you know, will. <laughs> They, it is what it is with me. I I like what we're doing. I like that we're just saying, you know what, we're gonna go with this youth youth led project, and hopefully everybody grows together. Um, the lineup with week one, though, I I was honestly curious to see what we did. I was I was very uh-huh. curious to see what we did. Like like Mike will probably attest to, we we don't know what our best eleven is. We have no idea yeah. what. I mean, we, if you looked at our team sheet, we had a lot of youth players, academy players. Ian Matson even got some time this week, mm-hmm. um, which was cool to see. But Kaiseido finally came in. We finally got the here we go there. And mm-hmm. even Lavia, they're they're still talking about
4: possibly, possibly
1: adding him, too, for <laughs> $50 million or however much he is, <laughs> <laughs> so add it to, added, added to our tab. Just throw it on the tab, but at the end of the day, I think that what I saw this past weekend was very, very positive. Yeah. I really I, – I mean, I, I've said this not on camera, but I'll say this right now. This is the lowest expectations I've ever had for any Chelsea team ever. I, I really, truly don't know where our ceiling is. And I think that this first month, I'm just gonna take it game by game. Um, I'm gonna wait till the transfer window's over, so we can finally see our team. Because I know we're still loaning a few players out, we're still gaining players here and there. But mm-hmm. this Chelsea week one was way, way better than what I expected to see. Yeah, yeah. Pochettino, we already know that he he's big on fitness. So we were, we saw a lot of people that probably I didn't expect to start start, including Connor Gallagher, who, mm-hmm. despite his first half, I I must say you know hats off to him he had a great second half he showed he he showed fight and and for mm-hmm. me being critical of Connor Gallagher for me to even say that he he had a decent second half yeah. shows that that guy actually he wants to play. And that's all I can ask for anyone in our midfield. Work hard yeah, and got... want to play. Because we don't have a strong midfield this year. I, I, well, Caicedo's coming in, so it's he's bolstering it up. But when I, I talked to Mike about this last week. Our midfield, honestly, is the weakest uh-huh. it's looked in a very, very long time. So I was curious uh-huh. as to see how we would hold up against that newly bolstered Liverpool midfield. And we look good, man. It you know, mm-hmm. typical Liverpool Chelsea match one-one draw, but <laughs> five <laughs> years, man. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Two goals get called back, and then we get a breakaway in the 93rd minute, mm-hmm. and Mudrik doesn't put the ball away. So Worker, it, man. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> but even with that, it even 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 with that going into the match, not really knowing what to expect, and then leaving the match thinking wow, we got a point, but we could have left with three, gives me a little bit of hope towards the season. Um, Yeah. Because if you look at our last two months of the last Premier League season, we struggled to find goals. We struggled to have any offensive fluidity. Mm -hmm. And if you look at this Liverpool match that we played on Sunday, we totally dominated the last 15 minutes of the first half. The second Mm -hmm. half we controlled the ball i think we we doubled them up on passing in the first half the possession was like 60 40 so this is the chelsea that i used to know this is the chelsea mm-hmm. that is reminiscent of you know the jose days the the conte days even you know when we were mm-hmm. truly just beating teams and controlling possession beating them in the in the middle third winning the midfield and it gives me hope now that being said, our next four games are against newly promoted sides and teams that finished in the bottom four or five yeah. of the table last year. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to jump I don't want to jump too far ahead, but this next month is gonna we should really, really, really be focused on leaving with maximum points. Like and that's and that's where I will make my determination on if pochettino is really the manager that can drive these boys to get the killer because just like gabriel said he, he, he it's week one i know you mm-hmm. can't ask for perfection on week one every time but i still need to find the killer just like our Gabriel said it. i agree so they, they they didn't have that killer in them when it was too 0 they could have put it They could have made it 3-0 and then they let, you know, Nottingham Forest come back to 2-1 late in the game, albeit, but still Mm 2-1 late in the game is is, is Mm -hmm. even a little bit more dangerous. So for Chelsea now – What I would like to see Poch do is everything on the surface looks good. The passing looks better. The way we flow from right to left, the way we switch the ball from right to left quickly and then switch it back over, the way Enzo is controlling the midfield and able to boss and make moves and win the ball back, it looks great on paper. And it looks great, especially because we're doing it against a top side six such as Liverpool. But when we're playing these smaller teams, these teams that... Or newly promoted, these teams that finished on the bottom three or four of the table last year. We need to truly go ahead and just win these games. And that's yeah. the next step that I hope Chelsea can yeah. take. And, you know, I'll I'll pass it off to Mike. But that that pretty much is how I feel about this season. We need to beat the teams that we're stronger than on paper, and we need to at least Try to control the games against the teams that may be better than us or are at the same level as us,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and then
1: I'll yeah. be. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, I feel like our transfers, um, we did a pretty good job because we uh, we uh, we released a lot of just dead weight from the club, a lot of dead weight. The Pulisic, the, the Mounts, the Ruben Loftus Cheeks, the guys that have been there long enough. And should, at, at least at this time, we should know what you can give us. Most of these guys haven't been able to give us anything. Um, through the preseason, I like what I see. Um, bro, I like the first game. It's a good test. Um, Great test. I like how we responded. I know our team is going to look different with Caicedo on it. So that's what I want to see. But I think you touched on a lot of it. The next few games, we have to know. These are games we should be able to win. So we'll find out a lot about ourselves. But yeah. for the first game against Liverpool, I thought we had the better chances, and we should have put some away. Like the last little uh, counter attack with Jackson and uh, Mujic, you got you got to tap that. I don't know I'm why sure. you're going around to keep it. You got to tap that right away. You don't have that time to go around and do all of that. Tap that, and let's see what happens. But
3: also also the, the chance the the um the uh, square ball that came in from the from the right side of Nicholas Jackson missed. I think it was oh yeah game. yeah he squared it Same. over the bar yeah that, um, that,
4: that, was, that, was, that was a big, big one. one. <laughs> that was a big one. actually so, Jackson <laughs> these are things we have to see different like we have to see the goals and with the team that we've put together this year, I, I, I see a lot of good things. We just have to see it consistently. Week in, week out. And we have big guys that are injured, so we still won't see the whole team until, you know, maybe a year, maybe into it. But we'll see. I, I like where we are. But like, I yeah. have no complaints, honestly, to be honest.
3: I know, I know I'm know. i a little bit just kind of speculating with the lobby and talking about what to say, but yeah. I think what Cornelius was spot on when he said that um, – we're, we're, it's getting reminiscent of the Jose days, and I, the reason mm-hmm. I say that is because Casado is now confirmed. Mm-hmm. You know, Casado is coming in the team. Mm-hmm. is uh, I'm expecting to be confirmed within the next week or so to you know mm-hmm. come in from Southampton. And now you know you guys already play a three-five-two, right? Or you know three-five-two-ish. is kind of your formation is set. Mm-hmm. You guys, I can very easily see a lineup of, you know, Reece James, uh, Tiago Silva, Diasi, and then Caicedo, and at least in your midfield, Caicedo, mm-hmm. uh, Latvia, and Enzo. And to me, we Chelsea's bread and butter and what we know Chelsea for is defense. Chelsea's mm-hmm. always been a defensively sound team. Yeah, when you guys yeah. play, you know, City and, and, you know, top teams, us, you know, it's gonna be hard to break down the Caicedo, Lavia and Enzo midfield. midfield I'm yeah. just being completely honest. It's gonna those those three guys are so hardworking. The the physicality of them as well. Um the 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 mind of them as well. We all these guys were three standout midfielders, you know, all on their on their on the teams that we were on before, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you, and I just, time, though. you said what?
0: They all three can't play at the same time
3: what they will and when That's i tell you like they,
0: I, will. they
3: will because when they bro no
0: our, our, a team like Arsenal
3: we love to hold possession we love to play through the midfield we love to play through Odegaard
4: bro a
3: caicedo lavia and and uh enzo it's going to yeah. be tough to break that down city cannot just break that down easy i'm not i mean it probably can but it was not going to be easy like like mm-hmm. it was last season these guys iqs and their work rate is is just beyond so superior, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. this is – I will be completely honest. I did not expect this from Chelsea week one. I i was watching mm-hmm. this Chelsea match. I watched it with the, uh, at least the second half with Cornelius a little bit of the first half. Extremely surprised. Extremely mm-hmm. surprised how fluid you guys looked, honestly, yeah. especially week one. And I think fitness has a huge parts to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Cornelius said, 80th minute – or no, I, I let's say – Ben Chilwell said it in the post game um, post game uh, uh, conference um, with uh, you know Robbie and all of them and t- Tim Howard. He said, "You know, the, we're so much more fit. You know, you see guys, 80th minute, 90th minute, making full field runs, full yeah. field runs. You know what I mean? And that's something that was non-existent last season. You know? Last season." Yeah. Um, just the fluidity of play the way Enzo's controlling the midfield now you're gonna have two guys who are used to controlling the midfield already with their teams anyway just inserted into that team as well. I mean I, I like Slam said I don't think that you are gonna play all three all the time but <laughs> this yeah. is this is definitely gonna be a different Chelsea team. I can definitely say that right now. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that you know with the signs that you have made and still mm-hmm. making um, and, yes, a lot of the okay. dead weight that you've been talking about for the last couple of years is still there. You know, the Pulisic, the uh, Loftus Cheeks, mm-hmm. so all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this this is – I think this might be a team to, to be reckoned with this season. It's going to take them a little bit to figure it out. But week one against Liverpool, and and this is the result. And this is how you guys play. It's not even all about the result. You know, we talk about it a lot. You know, we say, you know, we, we, we drew or we won, but we didn't mm-hmm. deserve this, We didn't deserve that. No, you guys – I mean, each team could have won that match, you know. Yeah. Short. Um, and it's not yeah, like you guys a right lot. So hit it's, the post first half. Yeah, and it's not like yeah. you guys. You know, we're just slacking. You guys were in it the entire time, and yes, you mm-hmm. had the much better second half. So, yeah, no, I think um, I think this uh this Chelsea team will will be will be one to. It's not one of last year. I think last year was an anomaly. It's a one and done, and I think Chelsea is going to be looking back to you know be on the up and up. So, you know, I was, I
1: was very surprised with you guys. Honestly, very, very surprised. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't I didn't really talk so much about our starting lineup, primarily because Mike covered it, too. We have a lot of injuries. We have a lot of injuries. I didn't even know Chalaba got hurt August 10th in training, yeah. which is mm-hmm. why the De DeSasi started right now, yeah. because I, mm-hmm. I, I was confused. I'm looking at the line. I'm like, Buddy's starting? I had to look yeah. to see if Body of Shield was like, yeah, I know he's still hurt. He just <laughs> got I yep. heard three days ago. It's like so, so we start buddy. But you know, and the good thing for us is that we have a lot of players. We mm-hmm. we actually have a lot of players, and I know like last year was a laughing stock. Like, oh, Chelsea, they have too many players. Players are sick, but we actually have a lot of players. This is the first time we've had depth like this in a long time to where I can look down and say, okay, like the next eye up isn't somebody I have to be worried about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where mm. last year, you know, you bring on a Pulisic. You, he's not really the <laughs> guy. You bring yeah. on a, a ZX. ZX hasn't played uh, since October. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the, the guys we were bringing on were, were rusty to say the least. But uh-huh. – this time we have a lot of youth uh-huh. players who have to prove themselves and players who are, are – they, they want to prove themselves. Yeah, ready I for mean, the challenge. Yeah. You know, looking at Jackson, I don't want to talk too much about him because, you know, he, he had a great game, but this is the first time. And I, I was talking to, you know, some of my buddies on Sunday watching the match. I was with Gabriel, a, a few other Liverpool fans, another Chelsea fan – I'm not going to gas Jackson, but this is the first time we've had a striker that plays what I would consider the Chelsea way.
2: That yeah. last
1: run where he took it from box to box, mm-hmm. gives it to Mudrick, taking on defenders, shoving them off. I mean, this is a strong. Yeah. He a yeah. I mean, like you know? he's 6'1, 6'2, quick, can shoot the ball with right foot, left foot. His hold up play is decent his IQ is okay i'm going to shoot mm-hmm. as soon as i get space but if i don't i'm going to lay it off to the guy here i'm going to lay it off to the guy here this is the first time we've had a striker to which i i consider a real real number 9 that chelsea mm-hmm. needs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i it's think and mm-hmm. it, and it's been a while and and i think the team is opening up to that and i think it mm-hmm. it is it It's opening up our play, because if you if you want to truly look at what we're able to do this week one, it was because we had so much space on the wings because they had to focus on Jackson in the middle. If you leave Jackson by himself, he's going to shrug you off. He's going to get a shot here. And that allowed Reese James to, you know, play in so many crosses from the right that allowed Chilwell to have all that freedom down the left side. So. I truly, truly do like what we see. And like Mike said, once mm-hmm. we see this team actually form its 11 in the next two to three months, I think we're going to be a serious side to reckon with.
4: Yeah, I agree.
1: But, um, you know, it's it, <laughs> it's good to have a smile on my face week one, even with a draw, because, mm-hmm. you know, last year a draw was the last one yeah, well. they hear about. but. Mm-hmm you know it's better to sneak out 3 3 points as well you know and mm-hmm. last match of the weekend or uh, well i guess of the the week manchester united in in the same respect as arsenal picking up right where they left off with a win um it was it was good to see hey man I've been an Aaron Wan-Bissaka fan, but if you're gonna play offense like
0: this, (laughs) (laughs) he's looking
1: totally different.
0: He's with lethal shooter.
1: He's looking totally different, man. (laughs)
0: Lethal
3: shooter, you crazy?
1: Yeah, no, but (laughs) I'm not gonna lie the the Wolves, Wolverhampton Wolvertons, they put on a a very very tough. They, they put on a very, very tough battle for you guys because I honestly thought this match was going to end in a draw. I don't know how you felt about it, Salam, but you could talk about that. Give me... Yeah, so just like we did, you know, give us your, your feelings about the summer window, how Ten Hag did. I know there were a lot of uh, rumors that the Glazers were going to sell,
0: but today you feel... Today Today you feel. Today I feel um, like we just got three points. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I mean, starting with the um, the window. The the window. I mean, it's not over yet, but I mean, starting uh, with the first signing of the summer, Mason Mount. um, Hmm. If anyone's has watched this podcast before, um, you know where I stand with Mason Mount. Um, you guys all know how I feel about Mason Mount. I don't think he's that great of a player. I personally think that we overpaid for him, Um, but I understand he's British. You know, he's a homegrown player. Um, And I guess, I don't know. I guess the way he's, the direction he's going in his career and who we are as a club, I think that it's a perfect match. Um, But personally, I don't think that he's at the level to be starting for us um i thought today's game um, was abysmal i would like to combine just the the window and the and the players today because um his performance was so bad that he didn't last uh, more than <laughs> 65 minutes 67 minutes um to me him and bruno are almost the same profile of player bruno is just a better player in that position as as the 10 as the 8 it doesn't matter how you say it um it just today against Wolves, it's like, where were you? Like you don't you don't really like you know you don't you don't really affect the game. You don't really get on the ball when you do like nothing really happens. You know when you do get the ball, um, but you know I just I've kind of come to terms with this guy's gonna come, uh, and he's just gonna play. He's gonna play regardless of if I like it or not. Hopefully we're not done doing business because I think someone like Amrabat uh, could certainly bench him. I think a double pivot of Casemiro and Aberbat with Bruno as the 10 would be a lot better than whatever I saw today. Um, mm-hmm. um, I just, I don't know, man. I don't think that he's um, that great of a player, but he's on my team now, so I'm going to support him, and I hope he does well. Our second signing of the summer was my man of the match today, Andre Onana. Um, mm. I knew he was bantered for being thrust into the goalkeeper, the net uh <laughs> because of a stupid back pass from DeLo but I thought Anana was our man of the match because without him we don't get those three points. Very it was a dare I say David De Gea performance. Like the way he just you know kept the you know kept the ball out of the net. Um you know massive massive for us. Can play with his feet. I've never seen a keeper this confident. Yeah, well he is. very confident Ooh, commands
3: sharing. commands yeah. the box. Yeah. And you know
0: why? You know
3: why? <laughs> he gets off his line.
0: I don't know which way you guys can see it, but that logo, it says Africans Talk Football. We've gotten a lot of character in our team. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm. that he really helps that. He it's, does. You know, and I think that guys like him are going to be completely massive for us, but I'm very happy that he's on our team. I think that he's going to be huge for us. Um. Other than that, I think our third signing has been Rasmus Hoyland, the striker. We haven't seen him. I think that we He's injured, uh, no?
2: He's injured. Yeah. yeah. I guess he has a oh, back injury
0: that we're trying to like, I guess, keep just have precaution on so he's not playing right now. Um, but I think that he's gonna help us. Really don't know too much about him. I'm not gonna act like I have I've watched all these Atalanta games. But from the the comps that I've seen, it looks good. He's tall. I think that he offers a um, a different dimension to our attack, but um, I mean, overall, man, just kind of today's performance was just a little bit of what uh, we've been seeing all year last year. Inconsistent waves of good moments, waves of moments where um, we're not that good. I thought Wolves' team, uh, when you look at their situation, uh, they just got rid of their manager, um, and I mean, like you couldn't you couldn't tell who had you know a good season. Uh, or who had a good preseason Mm -hmm. with their team and who just got a new coach less than 24, 48 hours ago. But um, I think that, you know, the more we play, I think that we'll develop more of a rhythm. But, um, you know, there's just – there's a few guys, man, that I just – I don't know, bro. Um, Marcus Rashford today. Um, Before I start on that, I just – the last thing that I want to say: There's a lot of guys on my team that it's a it's a proving year uh, for me. Anyway, um, Marcus Rashford has gotten a very lucrative contract. Um, just kind of picked up where he left off in terms of just walking, uh, just <laughs> walking around. Um, you know, and it's it's really just like annoying though, man. Because like when you, I've been watching football long enough to where you know you you, you earn that. Um, I guess right. The, that right you know what i'm saying you heard yeah. right and uh you know i'm watching someone like i was watching it with a friend of mine and i was just like i've never seen Wayne Rooney ever just walk. Wayne Rooney was in the mls playing for dc united running back you know what i'm saying to to to, to stop a counterattack and then to Open get the yeah right. and then to get the assist afterwards but it's like i don't know man there's there's a fundamental um there's just there's just a fundamental Aspect to competing that I feel like a few of our players don't have. Um, and I can confidently say that because we were the last game of the season. I watched Man City play first, I've watched Arsenal play first, I watched your guys's game, right. and, and you could tell that there's a, a different level of ambition there. And I just, when I look at guys like him, when I look at guys like Sancho, I just kind of question, um, where that desire is consistently. Um, just because, um, I don't think that he's that good enough to be walking around as much as he does. You're not that effective. Um, so you got to do more. Um, and it's not just him guys like Sancho guys, like Anthony guys, like Bruno guys, like everyone has to prove it this year. So year two with 10 hog, obviously it's great that we got three points, but um, I still think that we need to get more guys in, um, you know, and most importantly, getting more guys out. So
3: I, I want to ask you. Um, you know, I, I I couldn't watch your your whole match. Watch a little bit of it, but um, the butcher Martinez mm-hmm.
0: pulled off at halftime. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't think that he had a good game either. Um, I think for him, I mean, I haven't, I haven't in the in the whole preseason, I haven't seen him play for more than forty five minutes. Um, just because I don't know if it's just because of precaution of the injury that. He's coming back from, but um, he did pick up a yellow early too. Yeah, quick. Yellow. Yeah, but I mean, his performances weren't warranting him staying on the field. Uh, by any that's way. why I'm saying that probably didn't. I definitely
1: played a part.
3: Yeah, but, but I also definitely. just
0: I just feel like it, it's not even. That's where I look at Ten Hag, and then I'm like, well, then why are you keeping someone like Mason Mount on? You know, Mason. He surely Mason Mount already hasn't been thrusted into this category of we can't sub him because you can't tell me you've watched Laanndra you watch Mason Mount and you're saying that guy was considerably worse than this other guy so I mean I would like to think it was just because of the injury. We still have a lot of guys that are working back from fitness but um, you know I think uh, I think to Gabriel's point, I think getting Arsenal's um, uh, physio I think that will help us a lot because we can't keep players healthy so hopefully guys like him like martial um, you know <laughs> you can, stay uh longer throughout the season but the three points was the most important part today and we got that so
3: that's true true. I I do want to say I think I think um you guys did kind of pick up where you left off very very inconsistent match another smash and grab you know um (laughs) right back to center back goal (laughs) yeah crazy crazy work um but I mean wolves are always a tough team to break down. I think they're just they've consistently always been a tough team to break down. Um especially when your midfield isn't isn't firing like you want them to. There this is always a tough battle. So and you guys always struggle against wolves. I feel like this is a consistent thing. You guys consistently struggle against wolves. Um but but yeah, no, I feel like you guys are you you definitely need more signings for sure. Um I mean, you can't I don't I don't think it, uh, Garnacho is is
0: I'm sorry, I don't he's think not, that guy's
3: ready. He's not a starter. I, I, yeah, he's not a starter. He's
0: I agree. I think yeah. he's more impactful off the bench.
3: Yeah, and I think that you you do have a lot of prove it guys this year. A lot of a lot of guys who need to who need to take it to that next level. Um, and we just haven't seen that. So I mean I'm really interested to see what you guys do for the rest of the window. I mean, this season obviously, but for the rest of the window too, because I mean you still have Harry Kane on the book, or not Harry Kane, I'm sorry, Harry, you still have Maguire on the books too. He hasn't. That transfer hasn't gone through, right?
0: Yeah, but apparently they. West Ham has agreed a deal. Agreed a deal for thirty million pounds. So hopefully we can get out of here and we can move on. But that would be a huge step in the right direction. And I think with him, like I think you could tell because the game wasn't going and the way I think Ten Hag probably anticipated it going and he didn't bring on McGuire. He brought on Lindelof, which Lindelof was not that great either. But um, yeah. That guy Cunha, who came from Atletico Madrid, I think he's a baller. If he had a little bit better finishing, we'd lose that game two 0 Yeah,
1: he showed me something today. I didn't know too much about him, but that's a good. That's definitely a good pickup for Wolves for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
3: I do want to. I don't know if we're gonna touch on other games and stuff like that, but. I do want to just... Or, or sorry, Tom. So do you have anything else you want to say about United? Oh,
0: no, that's good with me. Okay,
3: I I that's do cool. want to talk about one team this this past week. This Newcastle team, Newcastle Actually, two teams, two teams, Newcastle and Brighton, bro. Two two of these teams, mm-hmm. we're we're in for it, man. We're really in for it. Like Newcastle, just five one. This is ai can I can't. Fun, I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I can't speak highly about this, highly enough about this Newcastle team, man. They they're way too good to like they're way too good out of nowhere for me, you know? Like just the signing of Tenali, um so impactful. I am I'm, I'm so mad that they got him cuz they're already such a, a workhorse team and then they just insert a guy like that, another leader into their side um and, I, and he he got a gold, you know, this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. This Newcastle team is definitely going to be someone to – a team to be reckoned with once again like they were last season. Um, and then Brighton as well, you know, 4-1. At home, they lose McAllister, they lose Caicedo. Uh, and this team is still firing at all cylinders. At all cylinders, these guys just keep finding guys out of nowhere. Don't know – who their recruiting man is? With that guy needs to be getting paid. He needs a bonus, bro. He needs at least he needs Saudi money for what he's doing with, yeah. with Brighton, bro. He really needs Saudi money. It's actually crazy, the recruitment and and how they're just able to find these guys and diamonds in the rough, and they just come in and just immediately do a service, you know, immediately. Um, and this Brighton's whole model. I mean, I think there's a little thing that Brighton off of five players they've they've made over 500 or close to 500 million off a couple of signings or off a couple of uh, sales. And they brought in these guys for, for free or less than 10 mil each almost, you know? So, you know, it's, um, it, I just hats off to those two teams. Um, I, I think they're going to be forces to reckon with the entire season. These are not teams that these are, these are teams I feel like they're overtaking, you know, like Tottenham, you know, I feel like these are teams that are now stepping into that, they're gonna be around six. Maybe the lowest. I think they'll be around a seven. You know,
1: and they'll be yeah, from I mean, one forever. Uh, and yeah, they got are, Dahoud off of free from yeah. from. Uh, was Dortmund. it uh, from Dortmund? Yep.
0: It's, yeah.
1: It's, it's, yeah, they. The they new he
0: the young the young winger the black guy the little black kid who, uh,
1: yeah uh mm-hmm. the guy who scored
0: I can't think of his name he's good though
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like
3: it's this is a this is a team that you know they're gonna be scary, man. I just I don't want to see Newcastle twice a year. This is a team that I'm looking at. Like I think we should beat them, yes, but <laughs> this team is not gonna be. There's nothing sweet about this team. There's nothing sweet about this team. This team, yeah, top to bottom, they're solid. Top to bottom, bro. Top to bottom, they're just solid. Um, and they they once again, they just have no. I won't say they have no expectations, but this is another year where it's like, you know, I feel like t- they're still flying under the radar in a sense, you know, yeah. I still feel like they're not getting the the credit that they deserve. I feel like Brighton, who's being given the credit a lot deserve it as well and, and the praise that he's gotten. But I feel like Eddie Howe in this in this side is still not getting the credit that they deserve. Um, and I don't know, man. It's this is going to be a battle with these with these two teams year in and year out, um, or at least this season and for seasons to come. So. So, yeah, man, shout out Isak, too.
1: Yeah. For sure. Jeez. Um, but, yeah, man, that was a the, I mean, that was a pretty much good culmination of the weekend I I, I was going to actually talk about Newcastle myself just because they're they started off flying man and they were that last game on Saturday so I was able to strictly just focus on them and the one thing I like I was going to say is they just they look like they're having fun Joe Linton out there just smiling the entire time bossing the midfield just it just seems like Eddie Howe has brought fun into that Newcastle side and they haven't looked back like they they really haven't looked back. And you could say the same thing for Brighton, man. A lot of young players, a lot of. Just like Gabriel said, a lot of them probably flew under the radar for a lot of these teams. And whoever at Brighton is doing the recruitment knows exactly the type of player that they need to fit their system. And they just come in and they just fly. So, yeah, Salam, I, I know you like to call these teams hipster or whatever, but. You know, like if they keep doing what they're supposed to do, smacking these younger, smacking these teams they're supposed to beat, when they see United, Arsenal, Chelsea, they're going to be tough. I mean, look at what Brentford has done over the last two years. Brentford has come and rose through the ranks and become a top 10 side and Brighton and Newcastle are now top four, top five, top six sides. It's going to be tough for, like I said before, there's no more top Six, because that whole top six thing, Tottenham is gone. Tottenham is dead. I'm saying that right now. Mm -hmm. Tottenham is dead. Brighton is here. Newcastle's here. Even Aston Villa, that was a team last year that ended on a strong note with Unai Emery. And now they're back to the drawing board because of what Newcastle did to them week one. And like Yasser Mm -hmm. said, Newcastle will do this to a lot of teams this year. 5-1 5-1 nice. is going to be something that we see a lot this year especially with City scoring the way they score with Arsenal being the goal you know being the goal producing team they are Liverpool finding the way I mean let's not act like Liverpool's not back just cuz Chelsea had a great defensive stand against them week 1 doesn't mean they don't have a front three of Jota, Diaz and Mane or and, and Salah and then they have out or they have a Darwin Nunez off the bench. So let's not act like these teams can't put in four or five a game. It's going to really be, can your defense hold? I feel like this year is going to be, can your defense hold these teams to one goal or no goals? Or if you have to score two goals, make sure you hold them to two goals as well. So I think that's going to be a big, big key factor this year.
0: I just think with Newcastle, now I just wanted to clarify the whole hipster thing. I think just, I obviously acknowledge that, like, <clears throat> they had the potential to be what they are now, especially when the news of, like, them being taken over by the Saudis was, um, like, possible. But this all could have been avoided had the teams that needed to take care of business, if they took care of business. If Liverpool wasn't as poor as it was yet uh, last season, we could have slowed down this um, process that they're on. Um, but unfortunately, fortunately for them, and unfortunately for Liverpool, Liverpool slipped up, and here Newcastle is with all this money in Champions League. So, I I personally think that you know, this is on the league. This is on is uh, <laughs> on is on all of us. Yeah, yeah. It's on. We the we let them walk in, flatter
1: the radar, yeah, I mean, and take top four. Like
0: so much, but yeah, I wouldn't even blame so much like City and Arsenal and maybe not I wouldn't even say United necessarily because all of us made top four but I'm looking at the all the teams that didn't make top four and I'm like well now you're looking at the trajectory of these clubs and like like you said I'm with you with Spurs I don't think Spurs is like gonna do anything going forward um, I, I do I do want to say one thing about Spurs though
3: I, I did watch the match with Brentford a crazy match and just an insane say, match they look was, different I will give them that they, anyway. they look completely like I mean, the, the right back is all on the left side. Emerson Real is in the middle. Team? Like left back, the right back or the
0: left back? Uh, I, I
3: know, can't the think left I back. Of his the new left back. Yeah, I left. like him. He is silky guy. I like. I like him, bro. He, that's definitely a player to watch. But this, even this first team, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to. I don't think. I don't think they're going to do a whole bunch in the league. But they do look completely different. They look completely different. The Tactics. I don't even know the tactics because everyone's
4: all over the place.
3: But yeah, everyone's literally all over the place. And I've never I haven't seen a team play like that in I don't know. I, I don't remember the last time I seen a team play like that. So yeah, no, but I, I do agree with this first segment. I don't think they're this top six thing's dead for sure. All
0: right, let's hop into predictions, man. First predictions mm. of season three. Okay, mm. well, I guess
3: I go I went first. I'm gonna go first. Um Arsenal Crystal Palace next Monday, so be switching spots with United on the Monday, Monday, uh Monday night raw. Monday, yeah, Monday true. night thing. Um yeah, but uh, yeah, Crystal Palace. Um at Crystal Palace. Uh I expect three points. Um, I expect this to go in there and, and handle business pretty convincingly. Um I would say, you know, two no, three you no. Know, I don't expect them to score if I'm being completely honest, especially with the talks of Elisa leaving as well. Um, you know, and possibly going to Chelsea.
0: Hmm. I don't even know what are you guys gonna do with the list. <laughs> you, I, you don't even know.
3: They don't know, bro.
0: What are you about? They don't you know. know. Where's he gonna? They
3: just, they just trying to take all the players off, off teams. You so no. knows they don't have anybody.
0: Eight-year eight deal. You can only register them so many. He, he may not even be playing football in eight years. You don't know these kids nowadays. They might say, wrong. Hey, I'm. But hey, mm-hmm. you know.
1: I expect I expect it for us to know like my know. manager says I'm only talking about my team we can only speak about what we have of course there are rumors and talks out there that they may be coming but I I'm only speaking about what I can control um so we see West Ham next Sunday at West Ham I'm actually expecting a very very hard fought I'm 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 thinking 1-0 win um This is our first away match, so it'll be good to see everyone with a little bit of adversity away from home. And I think the league is going to be on alert about Chelsea this year because last year we finished so low, people kind of felt that we were any team. They could just run at us. But I feel like after we spent and with Pochettino, the way that he's gotten this team looking the first week, I think teams are going to take a step back and be like, okay, like Gabriel said, last year was a blip. Let's look at this Chelsea team like the Chelsea of old. Let's let's put some respect on their name. So hopefully we get the win. I'm I'm thinking one
0: 0 over there in West Ham. Okay. Yeah, we got um Tottenham away from home. Um very happy that Harry Kane is gone. Um so now we don't have to See him. I watched the Spurs game. I watched with Charleston. Not really worried about him scoring goals. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, you know. I think United actually have like a good um, like first three games uh, start to the season. Um, we got the three points against the Wolves. Spurs would be you know a good step in the right direction, and then afterwards we see Nottingham Forest. Before we see Arsenal um, at the Emirates. So, like, yeah, I mean, the season is – it's already, you know – I mean, Chelsea and Liverpool started week one. So, like, you know, the rivalries are already uh, underway. Hopefully, Holland can um, be ready for that Arsenal game. Um, I would love for him to see to see him get minutes against Spurs. Um, if not, definitely against Nottingham Forest. So that, you know, that, that Arsenal game, I feel like for both – Yeah, I think for both teams, it'll kind of – I'm assuming the transfer window may be over. It might be over. I think it's in September first. Yeah, I think so it's over end of this month. So by then, it's yeah. like your Locked team. In. In. Your team Was is
1: that in. that Sunday of Labor Day week. Yeah.
0: yeah. So oh, that's the weekend y'all coming, right? Yes, sir. It's yeah, it should be. Wow. Yep. Okay, but um, but yeah, I think um, three points against Spurs. Um, yeah.
3: Score predictions. Any score predictions?
0: I don't I don't think Spurs will score. Um, <laughs> I think I think really. I think they'll get one. Nah. I think we I think I just I think we'll win 1-0. No. I just yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. I, I like their manager, man. I I, I respect Yeah, I do. Manager. Um he's had to deal with a lot since he walked in there. Um and he he's just kind of taking it on the chin and um I can respect that. Definitely respect that. It's not an easy position to be in, but um, think about your guys' Saudi teams for next week. Um, <laughs> we got the Saudi draft coming up, um, but yeah. Other than that, I think City, City and Liverpool. Who do City and Liverpool play? City, I'm not sure. Let me look at Liverpool. A yeah,
1: more. let's look at the fixture list for next week. So
3: City. City
1: Newcastle next week.
3: Oh, I love I love when they play early in the that's season. Man. Be a bang, yeah. I love it. I love it. City Newcastle next week.
1: Don't tell yasser. Liverpool just like, and Liverpool, Liverpool play Bournemouth. Yeah.
3: I, I think it's also crazy. I don't know if you guys heard, but, um, <laughs> Luton Stadium isn't ready. <laughs> no, <laughs> it it's not. So, so that's why they. That's they're why they're not, not playing, playing Burnley. Early. Wow. Yeah, they like the entrance to the stadium, is like they're fixing it and they're fixing it up a little bit, so they can't have any home games yet. <laughs> which I think is, just bro. Nuts.
1: It also, if you look at their stadium, dog, it's like in the middle of the city, like, yeah, bro. It, yeah, bro. it's so small, it's it's actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I've hey, shout experience. out, Luton, man. What's the last time Luton was in the prem? I'm gonna, look that, up next week.
0: I'm gonna <laughs> look that up for next week, I'm gonna look that up
1: for next week because sheesh,
0: no, nah, man, but uh. Yeah, good episode. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. We're not going to do start a subcell this week. I did have one kind of in the works, but I'm wait, uh, just because the third one was a little shaky. But
2: <laughs>
0: it's Chelsea focused, definitely. No, yeah, man. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, appreciate everyone for tuning in, and as always, uh, good luck to you in your future endeavors.